0: Get ready for the banter! It's the City A-Holes Podcast. Farsa, Tommy, and Tony. All right, guys, how you doing? It's the City Aholes Podcast. I'm Tony Buscuso. I'm here with Tommy Matera. How you doing, Tommy? What's going on, everybody? Ciao a tutti, Tommy. Ciao, 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 Tommy. Happy belated Sandro Tonali Day.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: That's everybody right, out Andy. in Milan, the 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 That's red side, the red side of Milan, Rossoneri, yeah. right? Um yeah. happy Happy Sandra, to happy, happy Tonali Day for him. Uh he's finally wearing a different jersey and he's not gonna be wearing that uh the VU. What do they call it? The VU, the V for Brescia? Yeah, right? the Virtu, the v, right? The, v, the Virtu, yeah. So he's not gonna be wearing that anymore and uh, you know, very, very happy about this, man. We're you know, also happy that Inter uh missed out on this, man. It's it's another yeah. uh another fu- funny situation because again, you know they had the opportunities it was there for them without question it was there for the taking and
1: and dude 30 mil was it 30 mil i think it's 30 i think it's going to be 35 with after the loan and then the obligation so he to did buy. start with the loan he is on a loan right now yeah it's a loan to buy yeah yeah
0: okay all right, so, we'll, again, we'll see how it goes and, uh, you know, go from there. But it's it's unbelievable that, uh, you know, he's finally in a, I, we didn't think it was going to happen. I mean, it,
1: it was going no. so far back that – No, it's been – it was like he can't really be playing in City of Bay next yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what would you do for the weekend, man? Now we got a long holiday weekend, man. Anything? Uh, so I helped my buddy on his food truck Friday and Saturday. Yeah, and then, give him a shout-out, man. What's he got? Yeah, so, uh, you know, J.R.'s Deli in Westport. Nice. Um, Had the food truck going down at the Sono Ice House because there was a, you know, believe it or not, it's crazy. Like, during COVID, there was a massive hockey tournament throughout southern Fairfield County where teams from, like, Philly, Boston all come into play in, like, Stanford, Norwalk, Darien, that kind of thing. So, it was interesting. Like, over 300 teams. Um, So, that was good. And then, what did I do Sunday? I don't remember. Oh. (laughs) I tell you what, I went to Cactus Rose in Wilton on Friday night, yeah. and that was good. Yeah? That yeah, was good. Yeah, it was good. Good, man. Good. Um, that was good. And then Monday I just cooked, man. I made a nice pork tenderloin and some turkey burgers. So that go. was good. There How you about go. you? How about you? What'd you do? It was my first Labor Day weekend without football, soccer, calcio since I was six years old. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's crazy. Like, the tournaments are always a guarantee. Like, you're coaching yeah. doing something.
0: You yeah, know, recruiting or something. Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, huge weekends. But I was up in Vermont, mm-hmm. uh, but the cabin, I was uh, doing some uh, some family bonding, you know, doing the kayak. I was kayaking, man. Yo, the thing about kayaking, dude, like, I feel like it's anaerobic. Like, you're not, like, necessarily, like, breathing super heavy, but yeah. holy cow, man, my freaking traps, like, oh, yeah, you feel it out your there. arms the next day, I couldn't freaking move, man. You know, it was... Mm-hmm. It's crazy, but um let me, yeah, ask, you definitely feel it after let me ask you this question dude when you does your does you like you, you got to give a shout out to your parents now you got Linda and Tommy right that's right, Linda and that's Tommy right. right, and shout out to your pop's obviously been a cop what forty years now forty years man forty years shout out to him, man, doing an incredible job in in protecting the community, so shout out to Tommy's dad without a doubt, but um th- dude like. When your so do you, does your mom when your mom calls you do like you know like something's up like does she just call you out of the blue like to say hello like is your dad the same way or like how yeah, does, I
1: mean I think uh, I think he, I think that yeah they're pretty good about that stuff they they call me every now and again check in, all that stuff right? yeah we like talk my pretty, we talk pretty regularly that's so, good regularly, man. like I mean every day I mean the text messages have helped you know so <laughs> you know that whatever
0: but like. With, with, I, know, with, I
1: think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, my, fa- <laughs> my my my
0: father, like, if he calls, like, now I don't even answer because I know, like, this is how it'll start off. Oh, what are you doing? That's it. that's It's not like, yo, how you been, dude? Like, there's never going to be a scenario where he's calling me and he's like, yo, dude, how's soccer going? Like, is Juve, how's Juve playing? Like, whatever, like, how, nothing. It's only, oh, what are you doing? Right? And then if I call my mom, my mom's like, what? Just like that. Right? <laughs> But my but now that they got the text message, we're on a group text, you know, we communicate a little bit more. But my father now is into Facebook. He does all mm-hmm. Facebook now, and he finds all these you know these relatives and people that he's friends with and whatever. Mm-hmm. and uh, over the weekend, of course, you know, I had my Bajo shirt on dude, and he was like, yo, we gotta we got a video, you know, we gotta do a picture of you, you know, barbecuing with the Bajo shirt and the whole thing and and I posted something, man. It was, you know, and it was funny, but it, it, you know, that's just how they are, dude. Like, you know, you don't. That's the conversation on the phone. It's, you know, what do you want? You know, and that's it. There's no nothing else from there. But <laughs> another story I got to tell everybody out there, and I know a lot of the parents. And listen, my heart goes out to all the parents out there, all the teachers. gobble Goo a teacher. Everybody that's trying mm-hmm. to do the best they can with regards to this protocol and stuff like that. But man, this freaking distance learning stuff, dude, is. Like, I got to watch mm. what I'm doing, man. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie to you, Tommy. Like, I rarely have a shirt on on a day-to-day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like, I'm always, i always like, and I'm going to be honest with you, there might be times you catch me in my mudans, dude. Like, I'm not, you know, I got, you know, I got to watch beginning. that stuff. Like, I, you know, I've, I got to pay attention. At all times, you're like surveillance, basically, right? Yeah, so no here's a story for everybody out there, and you got to be careful with this, right? My Mateo who's in 3rd grade now, he kind of he's got the idea now. He understands. He, you know, he's really he's really focused and he can do the whole distance learning. Max is taking some time. I got to sit there with Max and like, you know, make sure he's doing his thing, but I went out the other day and I'm driving and I read a text message from my wife and I literally have to pull over that I'm I'm cry, like laughing so hard that I can't even focus on driving anymore. And the text message reads Oh, my God, Mateo just went into the bathroom with the computer and took a dump, dude. Oh, no. So he brings his entire (laughs) class into the toilet, bro, and is sitting there with the freaking computer on the – he brings a stool over. He's got a stool in the bathroom because they can't reach the sink. Puts the computer on the stool, bro, and is taking a dump while he's on – in class. That is so good. But he, and that then the thing so is, <laughs> like, the poor kid, right? You go in there. You yell at him. He doesn't think anything's wrong. No. Like, he, he doesn't realize wrong. that, you know, dude, the background just changed for everybody. It's not no longer, like, you know, your right. desk. It's an actual toilet seat. Right, we have right. no idea if he dropped trowel <laughs> and, like, they saw, you know. So, his,
1: they're, so they're able to see each kid in there?
0: Every it's kid, not, like, they can, he can he see could. every kid. You can mute it, which I – muting is – that big thing with Italian yeah. families out there dude, yeah. make sure oh, you yeah. freaking mute because mute I can tell book. you right now, especially with my wife working, I'll be out in the garden and I'll be outside and something like will piss me off and the fir- and you know this first yeah. thing you come in the house boom what the f is going what That's exactly mm-hmm. what happened my and Kim's yelling in that so you got to watch that stuff you have to watch yeah, what you're no doing. It's no, crazy no, that, that is that Dude is was, it was It was classic everybody into the bathroom Dude my father-in-law My wife was telling The father-in-law last night Dude he was Crying laughing Like So there's was...
1: There's no There's no way to turn The camera
0: off You could turn the camera off But he didn't know Like he was doing Anything wrong Ah uh, okay So okay. what we would have Done for him is Dude mute No camera Right Yeah good there you go you do. yeah. I don't like That's when I'm Doing uh, my zoom meetings With my teams I always tell them You have to be You have to be present Like I need yeah, to see your course. face Whatever Because you know what they, we, Dude they may not Even be there
1: Right, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
0: right. you just might say their name. You don't even know if they're there. I want to see your mm. face, you know. So, but it's it's a it's such a weird like. And again, I'm not just trying to make this about like an you know Italian, but again, this is the city a holes and we you know about Italian culture, or whatever. I'd love to hear you know, like people out there that Italian stories because you know how we are. We're so loud. We're so open. We're so you know doing things that you know like that, like that. This Zoom stuff now and this this. This uh, distance learning, I, I would love
1: to hear any other story. I'm sure they're out there We're without question. Yeah, I mean, there there was there was great when this whole thing first started. There was tons of stuff on social media of like, yeah, you know, a woman's working and the guy the guy walks through in the background and is yeah. moved on he's, he's the <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. and the whole office can see. Yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. There was tons of those, and and then he realizes, and she looks back, and she's mortified. That's right. great, right? So listen, let's go over this Tommy. Now let's
0: dive into it. Man, let's get ready for uh some news here, right? Um mm-hmm. and obviously got to start off with the with the sad news of uh Zaniolo uh you know. Yeah, he, now, and for everybody out there and they may not know this, and Tommy, I didn't know this, okay? This is his other knee. Yeah. So this is an ACL
1: tear in an in the other knee. Yeah. So, and they say that you're, once you do one, you're prone to the other one. Is that because you put more pressure on the other one or you're kind of, um, I don't know the exact science, so I don't want to comment too much, but I think it's something to do with, it's something of like your last, it's not equal give and take anymore, at least for a while. And I know that. I've been told by a lot of athletic trainers that once you do one, you're prone you to the other.
0: Now, have you done? Have you done your knee at all? Do you, you do any? Never, thank God. Thank God, God man, not one. So I, I fractured.
1: I had a stress fracture in my back okay. when I was 15. That's, That's it. it. Yeah.
0: Wow, dude. Jeez, I had. I mean, I, I'm a meniscus, and I didn't. Of course, you know, thick-headed. I didn't get mine fixed. Um, which, mm-hmm. but by the way, the meniscus is an easy one. It's a scope.
1: Yeah, you can actually even stay
0: up during the surgery. Yeah, you Don't even go on not, there. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Right. But uh, shout out to Frank, dude, Frankie uh, Frances, man. He's uh, gone through those, man. And maybe, you know, when we get
1: him on, he can go kind of over why, yeah. you know, and that um, overcompensation. I had a former player of mine, too, at Southern, uh, Nacho Navarro, um, done his ACL in high school. Nacho was at then, Norwalk, right? Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, hey, I've known Nacho since he was like 11 years old. And yep. I ended up recruiting him to Southern. Yep. And. Okay. First day of his freshman year, preseason, 20 minutes into the first session, he does his other knee. Correct me if I'm wrong. You had Nacho at right back at Southern? Was he at right back? No, no,
0: no. Who he was the right back? Midfield. Who's the right back you guys had at, at Southern? Uh what the hell was his name? He played for Chris. Uh, played for who? Played for Chris at Norwalk. He was from Norwalk. Uh, Danny Quintero. Danny. That's who was there. Yeah. Danny was Yeah, there Danny right did his knee too at Southern. Did he? Well, listen. Danny, Danny's my neighbor. Oh, really? Danny's like my little, like my little brother. Oh, yeah. nice. Nice. Shout out to them, man. But uh, the thing is, is that we talk about it now, the surface. The surface is, is the, is the yeah. reason it's, the percentage yeah. is going up because, as you know, when you plant now, it doesn't mm-hmm. go anywhere.
1: You're, you're planting and you're stuck, whereas a grass field, you plant and you slide. It's so funny you say that because, again, 20 minutes into the first session of his freshman year, Nacho goes, he's approaching as a first defender. He goes to plant, and you could see his left knee just go backwards. And, I, and and he knew right away. He goes, yeah. I, I, I goes I'm done. Yeah. Like he, he, And we're trying, like, hey, it's okay. Relax. He's like, no, I'm done. Like, I right. want to see the trainer. I know I done my knee. Right. And we're like, okay. And, and for, sure enough. There you go. And for all those out there that
0: wanted to call Zlatan, you know, names, and they wanted to say, you know. Listen, that's why he was refusing to play on turf because you, these guys are growing up on the best pitches. You know, oh yeah, you know, a, a, on the in the world. And, Joe Cole, remember Joe and, Cole? Joe Cole came and he got yeah. he got hurt uh, in, and, out in uh, Cali.
1: Uh, mistake, uh Correct me if I'm wrong. Unre did the same thing except for the All Star game, right? right? Right. He wouldn't play on any of the turf pitches. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not, I could be wrong, but I remember. No, him, I remember that story. The, unless it was the All Star game, he wouldn't do it. Right. But it's it's
0: again it's once you plant man forget it and that's why all these injuries are coming up and and whatever and yeah. it's like is it worth it is the risk reward like it's like all right well the kids now get to play because it's a turf field and you don't have to close a field but at the same time yeah. how many injuries have now gone you up know because there's a great of solution to
1: that right what's that just move down south where there's no turf exactly it's all for yeah. the grass exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah
0: and or, you can play all your or own.
1: or stop being you know what and
0: just play in the freaking mud and where they do because. I'll I'll never forget this day, right? And again, I, you everybody knows how I feel about when Andrea Pirlo was here and he was playing on a, a baseball diamond and it was like just you know, you're watching you're, you know, it's like taking freaking the Mona Lisa and putting it in like a freaking, you know, a, a random like art that gallery somewhere down the street. You know what I mean? Like it was mm-hmm. just the it was horrible to see it, but he's playing at City Field when he was at with Juve, and they're playing uh Club America, right? And uh all of a sudden you see you see it over City Field. You see the, the storms coming, right? Yep. Not not you don't think anything of it. The freaking ref blows the whistle, he calls the game. And you see Andrea Pirlo go over to him. He goes, what, what are you doing? He goes, Oh, it's raining. And they're like, What do you mean? Who cares if it's raining? Just keep playing. <laughs> like, what the freak? Like, we've played in this a million yeah. times. And I can't imagine that Clue America was too happy about the game. I mean, you see either, right? you see Zizou, you see Ancelotti, you see Zidane. They're in full suits in the pouring rain. They're not, mm-hmm. you know. It's it, you, you got, you, you know, you do it. But uh, so yeah, it's you know, thoughts and prayers. And obviously, we went on a little bit of uh, you know sideways there. But Zaniolo, yeah, but hopefully, Zaniolo, uh, yeah. hopefully he gets so better soon. man. So he listen, he wanted to quit. He told his mother, he's like, I'm done. He I got him cursed. Um, I did see an interesting stat. Romas had
1: a lot of ACL tears. Yeah, it's it's funny because it, I'm wondering that I'm, I heard that they might be doing something with the physio department now because they're wow. Man, so on.
0: Tommy, yeah. it was, who would be – besides the, the, obviously the fans out there would know was it Pele, was Pellegrini was Pellegrini one or was who else was one? Uh, I, he had something to do with. I don't think he done his ACL, but he did something with Flo- his Florenzi knee. Florenzi had an ACL, yeah. right? He was one on there, but I couldn't remember the other players. It wasn't you know I you know out of you know people that would be oh immediately I know remember that. guy. I know like,
1: he didn't do his ACL, but didn't De Rossi
0: have any issues? I don't remember if he had a knee issue or not. I don't remember. You don't. You don't ever think of him like injury. No, know. You know, it was just. Know. You know, I it know. wasn't. You know, if you see as as amazing as Il Fenomeno was, and 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 obviously Bajo and stuff like that, you you know their careers or whatever. But there was injuries in there. You know what I mean? Like you oh, remember, oh, you remember those they, injuries. They remember those the, three of them. Yeah, you remember those knee injuries and stuff like that. So. Um, but yeah, so that was one of the, obviously the big news. And then obviously the other one, Tonali going to Milan, finally getting the deal done. He's at 30 mil loan and then the option to buy, correct? Yes. I think it's five for the loan and then 30 to buy him out. Right. And and obviously still peanuts for him. Right. And obviously stating how this is his dream. And, you know, you know, there was some debate. Was it based on the player? Listen, let me tell you something right now. Okay. When you're at that low of a number with 30 mil, okay. And you up it to 60, 70, which I think me and you agree he's probably around there. Yeah, he's I think it's worth, worth it. 60. Worth it? Easy. He's going to go to Inter if you give him that kind of money.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: don't give me the crap of, you know what? He really wanted to go to Milan. He wants Milan. No. If you up the ante, okay,
1: he's going to go. And that's what and Inter could have done. And they got the it, money. And, yeah. And in fact, there was an article, I think it came out this morning. I think it was gold.com. Or yeah, it was gold.com that said, Inter are going to pay for taking the risk on Vidal versus signing Tonali because remember Inter had the choice. Yep. Yep. It's crazy, man. Uh, you know, but again, it's it's going to be awesome to see him on
0: an, you know with another team, and I I, I can only imagine what the hell is going to happen with the amount of assistance this what, guy's going to get.
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that young young Milan team all grow oh, yeah. up together. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. there's some really good young players on that team, man. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It, it, they've done. They, you know, they, it might not be this year, but as long as they can stay in those European places this year, yeah. like they're going to grow together. Right. This is a. You know, this is going to be fun to watch. And out of those, out of the three, Tommy, and I think we talked
0: about this, and I think I knew your answer, but we'll just re- repeat it again. Mm. And now you know what? I'm going to throw a fourth one in there because of the way he played. I have to. It was uh, Zaniolo, uh, Chiesa, mm. uh, Tonali, and I'm throwing Barella in there now because obviously yeah. he's just been phenomenal. Your, your biggest one was Tonali, correct? Tonali out of that was... No, like,
1: so I thought, I thought Zaniolo would command the highest transfer fee. Um, that was before he did his second So eight. Zaniolo was the one that was... Yeah, yeah, I just think he's... I think because he his added dimension of the ability to score goals from midfield makes right. him invaluable. Right. Like, it just does. And I tell you what, Barella was amazing the other day. I mean, before Zaniolo got hurt, he was brilliant, too. I mean, the, the cross-field pass to set himself up for a bicycle kick right. was unbelievable. unbelievable. But, he's, so... It's, but the thing is, man, like
0: you know, and I and this is a shout out to all the Inter fans out there. I gotta, you know, I gotta give, I gotta give it to them a little bit more, right? But shout out, you know, Bajo and Paulo out there. I gotta give it to them. But what I was thinking would be hilarious. Tonali has this unbelievable career, right? Champions League, you know, unbelievable. Maybe even European Player of the Year. Has this great, awesome year with you know a uh, career with AC Milan, and then eventually does what Pirlo did and goes plays for Juve, extends the career a little bit, whatever. <laughs> You Inter fans out there right now are throwing up thinking about it, right? But I just know that would be so funny if they if he literally just follows that pathway, you know. Again, they did get Pirlo; they had the opportunity, right? They signed him, whatever. But obviously, you know, they didn't get what. Well, you but, want- go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, they didn't go, 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 go. get what Mazzoni They didn't get what Mazzone got out of him, and, and you know, all, right. all this, the rest is history, right there. Because I was having a you know, great conversation with a coach about this, and I'm saying, you know. For those scouts out there, for those people that are eva- evaluating, right, you look at players and, you know, you can, again, obviously, Tom, you know about the technical side or whatever. You can see, all right, we can work with him, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you kind of pigeonhole a kid and say, listen, he just played that position, right, but you you almost got to think outside the box as that, that evaluator one time. You'd be like, you know what, I can use him in this role. Can we put him in this spot? Can we do something like this? Because remember, what people forget, Pep did it with Messi, and putting him in that false nine, right? And then you got Tonali now, obviously, I'm sorry, Pirlo, uh, you know, playing in that deep line role where he's away from the strikers, and now he's playing in front of the back line. Those decisions are literally career-altering decisions. 100%. 100%. You know, so, it, you know, again, they they, you know, they didn't see it. They didn't evaluate it at Inter, you know, with, with Pirlo, and I'm hoping... You know this. You know Tonali is. I shouldn't even say hope. I, I he's gonna he's gonna be phenomenal there.
1: He is. Yeah. And and I'll rub some salt into the wound. Don't forget they gave Zagnolo away in the Nangalandio.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Uh, Guys, I almost they, lost. I almost lost my drink right there when Tommy said that. Yeah. They uh, they, they, they just keep making these ridiculous.
1: So so uh, so it's not really far fetched to think they could have had Zagnolo Barella, and Tonali all on the same team at one point. Dude, you know what? It's just—it's—it's—it's just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's funny, right? Like you think about that—they gave him away as part of the Nungelund deal to Roma. Remember, he was an inter youth guy.
0: Hey, they got Kolarov. All right. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, he, guy's been you know you know a proven uh, pro in the city. Ah, yeah, but I mean, Jesus um, Christ, you got the so future.
1: So think about that. At one point, and this is not far fetched because they had them right. So you on YOLO. You obviously signed Barella. You should have signed Tonali. So. Let's say you have all those three, Ad Esposito and Ad Bastoni, and you've got half of the future national team waiting. Dude, it's crazy, It's, it's unbelievable. But
0: now let me ask you this, because I think Inter's obviously their plan is more similar to what Juve's doing in terms of they, you they win win, now. win right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're signing but, Arturo Vidal instead of Tonali, you're trying to win now. So we'll talk about Barella a lot more, obviously, when we get into the uh, UEFA uh, League of Nations. But like... Barella, I feel like... I don't feel like it's Conti that was developing him. He's just showing what his ability is. And you have no other choice but to play him right now. You think yeah, that's I kind think of... he, I, think, I think he's big time. Because he I was flopping... Remember, he was flopping back and forth. Like, he didn't know... Mm-hmm. Conti didn't know what his midfield was going to be. It was Brozovic. Yeah. It was, you know, Sensi uh, in there. Like, he didn't know what he was going to put in there. Yeah, um,
1: and I remember watching Barella Cagliari and thinking, wow. Yeah. Like, wow, he's really good. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just... A, to me, he needs to be playing. And if Conte's not going to play him, get him on another team, man. Like, I mean, and you know what? You know, credit to Mancini for for showing confidence in him and, and playing him in a hard game because he didn't have to play him against the Dutch. And he right. was, uh, he was by, I thought he was the best guy on the field. Right. Um, who
0: takes his seat right now? Because if you look at it, right, you got Barella, you got, uh, you know, Jorginho, you have Verratti, you know, mm-hmm. um, Who's, who's taking that seat, man? I mean, do you – I mean, is it – is Jorginho going to be the first to go when Verretti,
1: Verratti comes back, the fit? Like, how no, this... I think Locatelli will probably be the first one to go, even though I thought he had a good game the other yeah. day. Um, but, again, like, it, we've said it. The future is bright for Italy going forward, man. I mean, these guys are young. Like, Locatelli's under 24, Tonali, Barella, Sensi. You know, that's like your midfield for the next – However long Yeah So um, Let's go or- Zagnolo does come back Which I hope he does Yeah He's only 22 Yeah Chiesa uh, Moise Keen looked good When he came in the other day he I don't did. You know He's not quite there But he's only 20 Yeah Like Miss, Missed Missed one that he
0: should have scored He should have scored that one Yeah
1: Real I totally agree Yeah um, but you know Donnarumma, for other than a couple drops, had a pretty good game. He made the one great save when Van should have scored. Yeah, um, he got a hand on that one. So let's let's get into it, Tommy. So obviously, the the majority of the show is going to be
0: based around the uh, the you know the UEFA League of Nations. Listen, call me an idiot, call me whatever you want, call me an a hole. That's obviously what my uh, you know mm-hmm. my my title is here, right? But I was under the impression that this was going to continue. Like, so I'm like, so after like the Holland game, I'm like, oh, like, dude, when's the next game, bro? Like, is it yeah, two days? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Because like, yeah, I'm thinking it was like set up like the Euros. And then I look and I'm like, Poland in October? Like, what the freak yeah. is going on? And then and I realize Poland, I'm like, oh, it's, a f- it's Poland. Three, three games in October or just two? I think there's two. I think Poland yeah. and then somebody else, but I can't remember the other one. But anyway, so let's go into the Bosnia game first, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Dzeko gets a goal. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the other goal was uh, who else scored the other one? Who scored the one in the first game? Bos- Bosnia. Was uh Sensi scored. Sensi scored in the. It, it was a dud of a game. It wasn't you know Not anything crazy. I think Insigne had a couple opportunities where he could have said he had to, yeah. he actually hit the crossbar. Did he hit the crossbar? Yes, he did. Right, he hit the crossbar. That's and right. he could have he could have had a goal there, but uh, it was a dud of a game. And if you look at here's the funny thing, right? Which obviously we're going to get into the Holland game, okay? If you look at it as an old school Italian fan, right, and you just look at the result, you're like, ah, typical Italian, yeah. you know, whatever, 1-1, one, 1-0, one, one, whatever. Man, you could not be further the truth of what this Holland game was. Yes. Holy oh, yeah. cow. When, wow. Tommy, as long as you've been on this planet, have you mm-hmm. ever seen the Azzurri will Outpossess I'll possess anybody. Yeah. Right, think let about a, it. Let, a, let
1: alone total football. Total so football, Amsterdam.
0: and let's be yeah. very honest with all the Dutch fans out there. This was a stacked team. Oh my God, the this is who this oh. was. The, the, the only one they're missing. They're missing the lit. And who else were they missing? The lit and um, crap. Who the hell they're they're missing? Another guy. I know. I know. I'm. I'm, being, I'm sorry, but I'm missing another guy. But they got Darun on there. They got mm. uh, Hatterberg was on there. They got. The best, quote-unquote, defender in the world. Virgil van Dijk is there. Yeah. De Jong. Uh, De Jong De is there. Wijnaldum. Every bird. Goodbye. Who's the new kid with the, uh, Man City? Uh, Ake, oh, okay, yeah. Ake, right? Every, this was stacked. This team was stacked. Don't, don't, don't forget, too, the goalkeeper used to play for Barca.
1: Yeah, Sillison. Yeah, Sillison, right? So, yeah. again,
0: this was a stacked team. And I'm yeah. sitting there. Now, just so everybody knows, I, Tommy watched the game before me. And, Tommy, thanks very much for not giving me the uh, – the scoreline, but he did unfortunately tell me about the Zaniolo injury, right? Yeah, and I didn't I know you tell, watching. No, don't worry, but I can tell you right now, man. I'm watching this game, right? Not only am I just shocked at what I'm seeing in terms of like the interchanges of plays, the combo, dude. Spinazzola made a freaking run into the area from left back. I know. Where is this? Ta- Who are these I making these tactics? I couldn't believe him. <laughs> when have you ever seen, again, we were going back to the Zambrota days and, you know, mm-hmm. as far as even, you know, when it was Musi and uh, mm-hmm. Benar- uh, Benarivo and Benarivo, all that, yeah. right, Conti, right, it was, mm-hmm. you were on a freaking railroad track running straight down, you're running 100 yards, never do you go diagonal, never do you no. be dynamic. Dude, this guy's making a run. I'm like, who the freak just made that run? is making that run. Which, by the way, give him give him a shout out. He played well. I give him credit. I give him. He credit. played well, right? I don't like him, but I gave him credit. <laughs> but again, I'm like, this is unbelievable. What I'm watching. So again, mm-hmm. I'm biting my teeth the entire time. I'm like, when is this going to happen with the injury? Mm-hmm. You see him go down because again, the funny thing now is you can hear like Banucci and everybody how terrible they are at singing the national anthem. You can hear everything, right? Mm-hmm. So as soon as Agnola gets hurt. You hear him screaming. You know something went wrong. You were obviously mm-hmm. thinking it was the bad knee. It was the other one, obviously. But in terms of what they were doing, the possession, how they played, shutting down that midfield, it, mm-hmm. it was insane. But again, you go down to that 1-0 result. Like it, mm-hmm. you know, So what do you think? you think Belotti could have changed things? you think that – what do you think?
1: You just hit the nail on well, the head. Belotti right would have gotten to another, another two. So I think – so I'll give him I'll give like credit. Right. This is what I'll give him credit for. The cross. He ran his race. He ran his race. Yeah. He got the assist, got right? Got the assist, yeah. Um, but he occupied defenders, too. Like, he did yeah. do a good job of making runs, checked into midfield deep. He did a good job of of getting into the channels that were made for him by right. the wingers dropping deep when they did, right? right? Like, you give guys credit. But after 60, 70 minutes, Bellotti could have came in and scored it's a goal, like, like if he steals the ball from the center back, he's scoring that goal, not right. where, where Immobile right. gets taken down. Um, now, but I've got to give Immobile credit because he did he did do some nice things. Now, he missed the end product, which is what he always misses on the Azzurri. Sure. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Sure. Um, the midfield was outstanding. Unbelievable. And I tell you what. Unbelievable. I tell you what. It was crazy. It was, like, you had to laugh you know about what, it because it's like something you don't see. You know what I um, – I'm watching Jorginho play. Right, and I'm watching him, and I'm watching how you forget he's on the field. Yeah, and those are when he's his best games, right? Because he was organizing traffic, he was getting guys in spots, he was dropping deep to create angles. It wasn't even so much what he was doing, it's what he wasn't doing and what he wasn't on the ball. And he was absolutely picking the Dutch midfield apart tactically. Yeah, he dropped when he had to, he got into space when he had to, he got into holes when he had to. He was so great at dragging guys out that he created lanes for Barella and Locatelli to get into, and we were extremely good about playing penetrating balls into midfield from the back line right and taking risks with doing it. Right, right? like I mean, playing a ball out wide when the guy's under pressure, knowing that the second ball, whether it's whether it's Immobile yeah. coming in or Varela or Locatelli getting it in the right. second level, right. we were always there. I mean, right. they looked like they weren't defending at all in midfield when we had the ball. We were getting into the final third whenever we wanted. It, you always go back and forth, and you like figure. You try to figure out. You're like, is
0: is Holland playing this bad, or are we playing that great? And I had it I thought, ended I on. We were great. I had it ended on that we play great. And going back to what you just said, those things with Jorginho, those are coaching evaluations that you go back into the the video room and look again and say, where did this all stem from? And I can guarantee you, it all stemmed from Jorginho each time. So every time Mm -hmm. they develop something, you can Mm -hmm. look again, even as Tommy says, he might not have touched the ball, but because of his movement, whether he stepped or dropped that opened up a space for somebody else to occupy. He is so
1: brilliant at that. It's, it's unbelievable to like, think of like the genius and like a guy that could be a manager one day because tactically he so understands the game. There's a reason why Pep wanted him at city guys. Like, let's just get that out in the open. In the buildup, He's unbelievable. The other side of the ball, obviously, he's got some things to get done. But right. he is he is a consummate professional in terms of tactics and everything else. Um, and, again, I thought Barella was the best guy on the field. Without question. And I, and I thought Insigne and Zaniolo were great. And even Keane, when he came in, he was puts himself about. Yeah. He was dangerous. Because I thought when he came in, I'm like, ah, you know, Zaniolo was cutting inside. He's left-footed. Keane's right. right-footed. He's going to look to get down the channel more. But I tell you what, he did a really good job of getting – making that run in between the the left back and the – and the left center back there. I mean, we caused their outside backs were exposed. board was terrible. So,
0: so I was, was just gonna terrible. bring. I was just gonna bring up. If you notice, guys, again, me and Tommy obviously were a lot different than a lot of the pundits out there, man. Okay, so everybody needs to understand that. Anybody who wants to listen to the show, we can actually break down the game and and discuss <laughs> these things. And Tommy hit it right in the head with Hatterbour because if you notice, they they picked on him and they overloaded that side. When you saw that goal scored, time. then you mm-hmm. score that score, saw that goal scored, because remember. Even when you have a 4v4 or you have a 3v3, numerical advantage is always on the attacking team because they don't have that extra player in defense, okay? Right. That's, how de- it's a, that's the number one rule when it comes to defending, right? So right. if you look at that play, I think, Tommy, correct me if I'm wrong, they had about a 4v4 or I mean, a 4v3, and they were picking on Hatterberg there. And you saw the interchange of where – watch Immobile's run and where he goes. He comes back in, goes back around, cuts back around again, and then crosses the ball in. And it all was that link-up play with Spinazzola, with Mm -hmm. uh, Insigne, and with Immobile. And now the cross comes into Barella.
1: And by the way, that run he made where you talked about him coming back around to go outside, how many times did you see Insigne do it when Spinazzola got around him? Exactly. And I was just going to bring that up
0: again. Watch Insigne's and where uh, tactically he's set up. He's Mm -hmm. dropping further back so now he can bring bring back that Mm -hmm. player and Spinazzola Mm -hmm. can now occupy Mm -hmm. that space. Mm -hmm. Now when he does that... Mm-hmm. What's his favorite thing to do? Now he can dribble at players, boom, and mm-hmm. cut in. Because everybody wants to say, why is this always allowed? It's because of the movement of other yeah. freaking players. If mm-hmm. you are a one-dimensional player and you're always doing that Coutinho cut or Insigne cut, Insigne, but there's no movement from anybody else, you're not getting that shot up because the defender's now comp- set up and they don't have to move, right? Mm-hmm. When you have the movement off the ball from other players, they're, they're now occupying space. Mm-hmm. They have to make a decision. So it was... There were so many things that you looked no, at we this were... game, Tommy, and it wasn't one-dimensional. It wasn't. No.
1: Okay, this it, struck. It was it, beautiful. It could have been three. It, it could have was been three. One hundred percent. And had a couple where he, he almost scored, and yet he had Silas beat on the one that just curled around the post. I mean, you know, again, Keen scores, Immobile scores, and I mean, they had maybe one, two chances to score if you're yeah. if we're being really honest, right? And it's a good Dutch team. I'm not taking anything no. away from them, but and I and I gotta give, <clears throat> you know. Chiellini started a little,
0: little. Oh, my little God. His pa- his passing was terrible. <laughs> oh dude, God, T- Tommy, I, I, I was
1: I'm like, yo, he was horrible. Dude, he couldn't. Well, the arts. other side of the ball. Dark arts. The other side of the ball. He there is, is nobody better. No, and they said it, and they said it in the broadcast. Yeah. I don't know if you caught it. Yeah. They said in the ESPN broadcast. Yeah. There's still nobody better at 1v1 defending in the world. I mean, he, he, he the one play, I'll never forget it, in the late in the second half when they were on a counter yeah, and the pie and Spinazzola got caught forward and Depay had the ball down the right side yep. and Killini goes out yep. and the ability to close space down, deflect the cross just so that it would go to Donnarumma. Yep. And cause if it didn't, they were, it was one, one like, I mean, and I sat there and I, I remember looking at, and I was, I was watching it with Anthony Frioli and, and I, you know, and I went, that is the best bit of defending I've seen all year in any game. And, and again, because, don't, because of the situation the, and I the hadn't played 90 minutes right. in a year.
0: But again, he doesn't need to play because mentally he understands <laughs> that concept and he's done it a thousand times. Right. What an animal. And, what an animal. and, and again, we go back to the dark arts. People want to get that's part of the game. Like that's the thing, <laughs> the mental part, because now you look at it from like Zlatan's perspective. He's always talked mm. about Chiellini. It mm. takes you out of your game because you're thinking like and you look at the pie. What was the pie doing? He's screaming mm. at the ref. That's mm. the point. There's a part of mm. you that needs to get inside that player's
1: head as a mm-hmm. defender. You and, know? and listen, how much better did he make Bonucci look? Oh God! From the first dude, I'm and, telling and you. And this listen, guy was high. no dis- And no disrespect to Bosnia, but you played against a better team too. Yes. Like, and I'm not disrespecting because obviously they got a, you know, they did well in their other game. But, yeah. or they, I don't even know if they did. Actually, I'm, I'm lying. But, um, like. That's a better team than what they played right. the first game at home. Right, and they went into Amsterdam at the Johan Cruyff Arena, the Godfather of football, <laughs> and outpossessed. And, and we outpossessed total football. And I sat there and I was like, "This is the best performance Italy's had in years I don't know, since me May- maybe since it, since the game they beat Spain in the Euros." Yeah. Yeah. In 2012. Yep. So maybe eight years is the best game they've had. Jack, Giacarini's uh, game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right? Like, am I, am I wrong about no, this? D- to, Tommy,
0: what? listen, Please. you can't be more right than that, man. Like, honestly, like, I, because here's the thing, like, you got to look at it from our, you've grown up with this, right? Mm-hmm. Every time you watch Italy play, okay, and we're up, or whatever it is, it's that Italian fan pit in the stomach where you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to go wrong? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I never one time Me felt either. this the entire game because. I was like, holy shit, like we're in
1: control. And, oh, we're yeah. not you know sitting. I thought? I thought if they scored, we'd go and get another one. Yeah. they fight I right did. back. I really felt that yeah. way. I was like I was like, even if they score, I think we're gonna get another one. Like right. I I thought we were gonna get a second goal. I thought had he bought, brought Belotti on, he would've scored just because of they were their back line was clearly tired. They made changes at the back line. Yeah. Right. Like Hatabor came out and Dumfries came in. Yeah. Um and I'm thinking to myself, those center backs are beat up right now. Right. You put the rooster in and let him start hitting them a little oh, yeah. bit because Immobile was tiring them out by making them do wind sprints the other way. Yeah. Right? Bellotti's going to try and get in there, knock them around, yeah. make those runs still. And not that I'm saying he's better or worse, whatever. I just thought it would have added a different dimension without, to the game. We talk about it all the time, a different but, dynamic, dude. Now you but, can start. But I got to give credit. Mancini. Whatever he did to lead up to that game, he got his tactics perfect, spot perfect. On. Because here's, let's go over this. To and I wanted to
0: bring up um, just someone that I was a little disappointed. The d- d- Ambrosio, I was a little, yeah, little I don't d- like him he, he was making some fouls. He wasn't obviously learning the dark good, arts with Kili. Not good, you know. Enough. And again, what I did notice, Tommy, I don't know if you noticed this either. I I noticed a little bit of a matrix situation here, Mirror. Where it's like he it was like Matarazzi in terms of like. Why are you following there? Why are you doing dumb things like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's not Italian by any ways. So you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we do things in a smart way. If we're going to follow someone, it's in the right spot, whatever. But here's the, let's let's just talk about the tactics part of how Mancini had them set up, right? And this is something that I noticed right away. I had to rewind it. So the ball goes out to the right back, which I believe was not Hattabur. It was, uh, 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 was it Aki? Uh, was, who was the right back for Haaland? Yeah, out? it was Hadabur, because Aki oh, was playing left. Sorry, sorry. It goes out to Hadabur, right? So Immobile presses, right? He's the first guy to the ball. He goes there, mm-hmm. right? Instead of Insigne going to and cut off the pass to go now lead up to the, uh, the you know, the winger coming back in because mm-hmm. what Haderberg did, he's played the channel. Insigne doesn't go there. He stays and cuts off the pass to mm-hmm. Frankie De Jong. Does yeah. not, And he just allows that ball to go in and then the next midfielder comes over and just presses, yeah. which might have been Barella, whoever it is. But yeah. I thought it was, I think so it was
1: Locatelli on that side. Locatelli
0: on that side. So what was interesting and what I, I thought about, it, I'm like, wow. So they're cutting off the passing lane to what they know is going to be a threat in Frankie De Jong because if you look at it, they had non-existent in that midfield. Uh, so if dude. you look at defense and not because again we're talking, we want to give the credit to the attacking side, right, Of how we play. Yeah. But if you look at the way they set up and cut passing lanes off, and I put that on, and I was like, wow. They really kind of cut that lane mm-hmm. and said, listen, let's not allow this guy to pick us apart like Jorginho was doing to them. Yep.
1: You know what I'm saying? So and, it was- and, and not only that, they forced, they forced Holland's wingers to drop so deep in order to get the ball right. that, they, they, that Memphis Depay was by himself and he yes. was trying to run into channels. Right. That he, so he's running in against the outside back. Right. And by the time he was out there and they were trying to create a 2v1 with the winger, Insignia was already back helping Spina Zola in the midfield to come across and they shut off the pass. And so they forced Holland to go all the way back around. And at that point, right, you know, this time of flight and time of and movement. You'd be able and to come the, across. Our, our midfield gets back, our back line, our midfield gets back over. And, and, and like, you're watching, like... <laughs> These are names, man. Like Genie Wijnaldum's won everything with Liverpool the last two years. Frankie de Jong is one of the best young midfielders, if not the best young midfielder on the planet. Darun? I mean, Darun? yeah, Darun who had a I mean, great year with. You Adelante, know, like, I mean, yeah. uh, Donny Van de Beek just goes to Man United. I mean, Memphis Depay has been good forever. Yep. Right. Like these guys can play. When they're not slouches, no. this was this was a an extremely good performance. And by the way, it's very Italian, right? Because. Here's why, we thrive on controversy as a society and as right. a people, don't right. we? Yeah. Right. So whenever we're beaten, we're actually not, and whenever we're supposed to win, we don't. Right. So it's very typical how these two games went. Bosnia was supposed to be the easy three points at home. We come out, don't have a great result, and if we don't, if we get a draw even against Holland, we're down two points. Yep. And you know, to them, and possibly a point to somebody else. Now we leave the first round of games in the front in the first place of the group because we come out in a game that we weren't supposed to win, we weren't supposed to get a result. You know, it's, it's very typical of us as a people when, when, when we are on our backs are against the wall yeah. or when there's controversy, we thrive. When that's you, why, that's why every time there's a scandal, we get to a world cup final, right? right. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's just in our nature. And right. I thought these two games were very typical of our people. The,
0: t- typical in the sense of you're hundred percent right in terms of the results of how it worked and how we played right. in terms of like giving the, the, uh, the effort, Right. Because right. playing down to the level, I totally agree, playing down to the level of, of an opponent that we're quote-unquote supposed to be and a play a team that we're like, oh, they're going to out-possess us. we got to probably win one, you know, scrape a goal on a, a counter mm-hmm. or whatever. But in terms of the way they were set up, and again, oh, yeah. people need to, you know, oh, you're being Italian biased. Fine, I don't care. That's what we want to be. But if you want to look at what a coach set out and say, guys, go in, take care of this, do, do it this way, it was mm-hmm. perfection. Anybody yeah. that wants to now bring that up in terms of a coaching class or whatever, that is exactly what – watch everybody's movements. Watch mm-hmm. what everybody – there's a reason why they're doing these things mm-hmm. and how they're – and it was a beautiful display. It was – Oh, was totally agree. Unbelievable.
1: Totally agree. Unbelievable. It was
0: very – Mancini had his fingerprints all over that game. Unbelievable. But, uh, all right, Tommy, let's go into uh, – I, I, I just got to bring this up before we're going to do City Serie predictions, and I just want to get your Serie A predictions because we're – what, about two weeks away? Uh, a week no oh a week yeah a week yeah the 19th um, right yeah because the uh, uh, EPL starts on Saturday morning right so I, I had a, I watched this game okay so Belgium's playing uh Iceland and Iceland's up actually 1-0 and Belgium wins they ends up winning the game 4-1 yeah but for all the young players out there and a lot of people reach out to us Tommy talking about you know hey what do you think about this in terms of my kid going you know going to this team or whatever people Mm -hmm. want to get her advice which is good you know they should because me and Tommy are the best right but um I'm watching De Bruyne dude and he Mm -hmm. receives the ball and uh Mertens is on his right hand side and De Bruyne gets the ball and releases and and you know it releases to the left hand side there he does not look at the ball again doesn't even look at what the ball is doing on that side he immediately boom goes to the right and tells Mertens the run that he needs to make.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it, it was it was something that I was like, did that just the guy's not even? Because how many players nowadays are what are just ball watching? Yeah,
1: and uh-huh. they're
0: not paying attention to. All right, that's gonna go there, and they're problem solving of how we're gonna break this down. If I make this run, that player, need, he's literally telling Mertens not even the week they could have lost possession of the ball. He's not mm-hmm. even looking at the ball. Boom, make the run in there. I'm gonna drop back. Unbelievable! This guy yeah. is so. Says
1: he's one of the best he's ever worked with.
0: He's he's so he's on another. The think about that. Think about what Pep said there. The best he's ever worked with. Think about yeah, who he's, he's worked one with. One of
1: the best he's ever worked with. It's, yeah.
0: yeah. But it's, I had to bring that up because it was unbelievable seeing no, this and how he listen, thinks. This kid.
1: Listen, he is. For me. Is he getting he's a Ballon d'Or? Wanted- is he gonna get a Ballon d'Or? No, nah, I
0: don't, you think, don't think so. Wow. It's just because a goal scorer like this.
1: I just think that, that like, you know, next year's a Euros year and a, a Copa yeah. America year. So if Belgium doesn't win it, he probably won't have a chance. Yeah. Um, and then if they don't win the World Cup the next year, he won't have a chance. Right. Because right. in a World Cup year, whoever wins the World Cup gets it. Right. So and then I think at that point, he's about 30. So if they win an international tournament, he's got a chance because he's, you know, and it also depends on. If they win it, how good is Hazard? Yeah. Right? Because in the World Cup, Hazard was their best guy. Like, I mean, he's – I still think he's their best guy talent-wise. But, you know, it's going to depend. But I think De Bruyne is, for me, one of the best five midfielders on the planet. Unbelievable.
0: But, uh, all right, Tommy, let's get it going, man. So, uh, Mm City, A starts in a a week or so. Um, Give me one, two, three, four.
1: In order? Yep. (sighs) Can I go from four to one? Yeah, absolutely. So I think Milan gets fourth. Okay. I think Napoli, Napoli, Inter. No, no, I lied. I think Milan gets into the top four at four. I think Juve finished second or third. And then I think it's between Inter and Napoli for the the Scudetto. But I can't, I I have to think about it more. I haven't had time to think about it, to be honest. I was, I was hoping we were going to do it next week before the season started. (laughs) All right, so listen,
0: uh, folks, brace, brace for impact right now, okay? So this mm-hmm. is this is you're gonna be shocked at what I say. Four, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going four. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Inter. I'm thinking is gonna go four, okay? Mm-hmm. Three, okay, is gonna be uh, Atalanta. Okay, I think Atalanta's gonna be three. Two is going to going to be Milan. I think Milan's gonna have a great year. And listen, uh-huh. I am terrified of this kid, Oshi. Oh, I think I th- <laughs> listen. I gotta, I gotta listen. It's not a good feeling because you guys gotta understand something, okay? Tommy has the good feeling because he's the Napoli fan, okay? I have a horrible feeling, a horrible feeling. It happens this year. I just uh, for some it, reason I, I for uh, some reason I've been watching this kid. I'm watching Gattuso train. Yeah, I'm I watching this there, whole thing. I think that there there's a there's a there's a reckoning coming from them this year. There's a reckoning. The the, the and I got it's got nothing to do with anything, right? The <laughs> the women's team is all started up. They got this beautiful yeah. camaraderie going. This kid, all oh, she looks like he's the she's got six goals already. I mean yeah. it's 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 his six goals, Tommy. Six in two games. Six in yeah. two games. It, I, I want to throw up. What I'm saying, but I, I I have a horrible feeling it's Napoli this year. So, I'm talking about giving him like 15 million a year or something like that.
1: Like, he's worth every penny. I'll yeah, pay him that money to come to yeah. to come to Juve. <laughs> but I think um I'm just still worried for Atlanta because I think I'm worried that they peaked last year. Yeah. And I know they just signed Piccini and they signed Christian Romero, who were two very good signings. Christian Romero might be the center back they were looking for, yeah. right? Um, and Piccini's going to come in and he's going to help with the Castagna – with Castagna going to Leicester. Um, I don't know though, man. Like, Tommy, what, what'd you go, what'd you do again? Give me the numbers. So I went Milan 4, Juve 3, and Inter and Napoli fighting it out. Um, all we got way. Inter and Napoli, dude. So I think Napoli, but I don't want to say it yet. <laughs> uh, um. But I tell you what, it wouldn't shock me if Milan got third or second either. But I think their goal will probably be top four, right? My, I they're probably. My fear is this with Juve because everybody's out. Tony, you're always getting
0: negative. Well, that's my that's my job. I mean, that's how yeah. it works. Okay, it's been 25 freaking years, guys. You know, eight finals and whatever the freak it is. But I, I just, I'm telling you, like, I have a bad, bad feeling about Napoli. I think Inter is going to drop off. You know, I don't think they're going to stay as consistent. I, you know, as as they were at the tail end of the season. Obviously, playing yeah, well. I, I would. I think Atalanta stays there, man. I really do. I just think the game has changed so much that it's going to be a scenario where they stay there. And me, yeah. me, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the Napoli Milan is fighting till the end. I think it's my, a fight till the end. My fear
1: is for Atalanta is what you and I talked about. I think it was like a month ago. Yeah. Have people found them out? Yeah. Will people? Will people go? All right get through the first 20 minutes, reevaluate. You know, and I know that their onslaught could be great for the first 20 minutes, but I just think over the course of a 38-match season, you know, a lot of these smaller teams, quote-unquote, have done pretty well in the transfer market in Italy. Like, there's been some... Even Bologna just signed one of... I think it's Scotland's best youth guy, the kid Hickey, who's playing for Hearts or Celtic or or Hearts, I think it was. You know, so, like they're starting to be a bit more creative in the transfer market because obviously the new tax rule in Italy where, what is it they get? They, they only have to pay like 25% if you're a foreigner or something like that. That's why um, Matt Messi
0: and his dad who bought
1: a house there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're starting to see teams be a bit more creative. Um, I think some of the smaller teams have done some really good business. Yeah. Um, and I think that that won't go unnoticed. And I think, Atalanta like they did this year where they got, they cost themselves the title in some of those smaller quote unquote games could the same thing could happen again this year. And it could cost them the top four because right. I think again, now, now they're on film for a year yeah, or two yeah. years, you know? And, and I think Lazio's definitely going to fall off. Yeah. Lazio wasn't going to be, I, I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. I think Lazio will struggle for Europa. Yeah, I think so too. I think it'll be Atalanta and Roma in fifth and sixth. Right. Um Let's let's and just I, put let's just put it this way though. If anybody, if
0: Atalanta do drop off because if people figure it out, you're gonna blame the Holland game of what Mancini did to Haderber.
1: <laughs> yeah. Literally, like people are gonna yeah. r- write that down and be like, "All right, this is how oh, we," yeah. you know what I mean? And, and, and again, they, they're gonna have to replace Ilicic because what they brought in a guy from Russia was a Malinowski to yeah. replace him, who's meant to be very good, right. but he's still gonna have to adapt. Yeah. Um, so, or Mick, uh, or not Malinowski, that's the guy that's already there, right? What's Malinowski's I, I there, but they were trying to but get rid guy, of Malinowski. They did get a, a guy from Siska, I believe it is, yeah. um, or, or Dynamo Moscow to come in. So, again, I just, I listen, I think, especially if here's the thing with Koulibaly, if they get his replacements right, because they're talking about bringing in Denier from Lyon, Emerson Palmieri to play left back who's better than Mario Rui, and Nandes from Cagliari to replace Alan. If Nandez comes in, that's a really good one. He's really good, um, and I think man, they could get it right. I, I mean, they, they it's, it's, we will see what happens. Osh- again, but. Oshiman is is all
0: right. So here, here's what I got for you too. I got three other three other things. Who's the capo? Who's the capo coniglietti for uh, the year? You know who I'm going with? Go ahead. And it's going to be shocking. I'm going with Zlatan. I knew you were going to say that. I'm going with Zlatan because you want to know why this dude won't stop, and all is going to happen now with Tonali is going to be tap-ins for him. It literally is. He does not have to overextend himself. It's going to be to that point. And don't forget ribbage. too. Don't forget. Don't forget. If you're eliminating the amount of PKs that Immobili has gotten and Ronaldo, right. so again that teeter-totters you don't yeah, know, yeah, of right? Course. You're only 20- really you're only really talking about Tommy here about 20, 22 goals. Which yeah. is very doable for Zlatan. Yeah. And for a I full year,
1: if he stays healthy. For me for me it was Rebic. I was gonna say Rebic. Okay. Because I All think right. he benefits from from and you saw it, boys well, he scored nine goals in the yep. last once half of the year. I guess, so yep. I think yep. once he started playing and Pioli came in, so I think he could be an important factor here. Right. Um Who you got I for can, uh so you're saying is Rebic? <sighs> Alright. Oh Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No. Although something said that tells me that that's not gonna be right. <laughs> I don't wanna say it, it, it just, just doesn't sound right when you say it. Yeah, like you're yeah like, it yeah. doesn't sound right. But All I think right, he's so gonna have a big year. Ba- breakout
0: year for me is as easy as Oshi. To me, I'm thinking it's Oshi's gonna be the breakout year. What do you think? Breakout um, year
1: could be Tonali. Could be I think Kulishewski, man. Okay. I don't because I think people know he's good. Yeah. But now he's gonna have a platform where he's got nice like be Not a pharma, him.
0: dude. yeah yeah. Like
1: he's he's gonna be he's gonna be dangerous, I think.
0: All right, so most impressive team, like who you been who are you gonna be impressed with over the year?
1: I hope Napoli,
0: because <laughs> they I'm, couldn't have been any worse last year. Listen, I'm throwing a freaking curveball at it. I'm saying it's gonna be Benevento. I think Benevento. I thought you were gonna say Sassuolo. I'm gonna say. Well, I'm gonna. Well, here's the thing. I'm gonna say Benevento is gonna have a similar year to Sassuolo. Not yeah. in terms of like the well, how the attacking style and that the zebra has them playing whatever. I'm yeah. saying I think they they're gonna have it. just gotta stay in. up. They yeah. just gotta stay up. I hope just they do. I right, Spezia and uh, I think Spezia
1: and Cremona are going.
0: They're going. They're going. They're going
1: right back. And I think and I think this could be the year that and Brescia Bre- Bre- is coming back up. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this could be the year that, that Genoa goes down. And we were
0: talking to Frank today, man, about Samp. I think Samp will – I think Rignetti will keep him up. He'll be fine. Yeah. The
1: other one to be careful of is if Verona loses Kumbula at some point, then they could go down. Which he, were, he was already on the – He had agreed the, terms at Inter, but they didn't – again, they didn't – I don't think they pulled the trigger yet. Oh, that's weird. That's weird.
0: <laughs> All right, Tommy, let's go hey, over hey, the uh, – oh, go ahead. Let's go ahead. No, I said, hey, Napoli, why don't you go out and get him? Listen, I'm telling you right now. I can't. I, I I get nervous. I look at their Instagram and I'm like, "Yo, something's going on here, dude. Something's going on with this team. Yeah, there's, there's a freaking. You see, guys. There's a and you hit it right on the head. I look at it and I see unity. Now, listen. Now, you see the Uve and they're doing the training, whatever it is. The only thing that I keep on thinking is, yeah, great, it's Pirlo. What? have you done for me lately as a coach? Listen, I think they'll be good enough to get into the top four. I think okay, that's what, fingers. again, that's what I'm saying, but I think there's too much. But I, don't, I That's yeah. why I'm dropping Inter to fourth, and I'm dropping Juve. They're not even in it because it. You, how, much fo- in how much focus is on the Champions League? That's my point.
1: Fair point. That's okay. a fair
0: point. All right, so listen, the fixtures, we got September 12th. We got our, our boys, uh, Hartford Athletic, playing against Pitt. Uh, Riverhounds mm-hmm. with uh, Bob uh, Bob Lee over there, man. The Riverhounds are unbelievable. They smacked us the uh, a week ago, three 0 So best of luck to them. That's uh, it's away. Tommy Liverpool leads, dude. Yeah. When have
1: we said leads against? I, uh, I mean, this is crazy. And, and what was going on? Bielsa almost didn't stay again, or something like that. Yeah, they Biel- you know that, that's always, always
0: Bielsa. Bielsa always yeah. got some kind of issue. But they've
1: but... done a good job for him in the transfer market. I don't understand. Well, it's an Italian guy that owns a team, isn't an Italian guy? Yes, it team? is. Yeah, yeah, he is.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah again watch that one that's gonna be beautiful you guys don't know there's kids out there that don't even know what leads are they weren't even born when leads was like uh, Uh remember it was uh, Venduka Venduka um, who the hell was the other kid the other Australian kid oh Harry Kuhl Harry Kuhl and then who was the kid Rio Ferdinand Rio Ferdinand but who was the kid with the blonde hair the English kid he had like Bleach blonde here. Uh, what the Alan hell? Alan
1: Smith, right?
0: Smith. Alan Smith. He ended up going to Man United. Man United. There you go. Perfect. Good job there. And then so again, EPL's back this weekend. La Liga's back. Did we find out when Barca's is playing Tommy? does it matter. <laughs> well the hey, listen, this Suarez thing is uh is not uh is not I confirmed know, not yet, done. man. There I thought it there was I some conversation. Was like a... I thought it was you know it was it would have been a good uh, good uh, buy for us, but uh it slowed down a bit. We'll see what happens, but um I don't know man it, you know I, it, he's still leaving I think I think it's still, yeah, Although still, I saw
1: you guys you guys offered 50 million for Morata is that true? Yeah, who don't who knows
0: Well, I will say this The last time Morata
1: actually uh, Morata actually
0: played well was with Juve.
1: No doubt. <laughs> so no doubt. you know no it's, doubt. It, it, we'll see. We'll They're see definitely it. trying to get younger though aren't they? Like I mean there's been who? a there's been a Juve there's been a concentration to get younger this off season hasn't there? I, I don't I'm not 100%
0: <laughs> fixed on you know because my biggest issue is this okay? You said it yourself, Kalini obviously still has it, but whatever, but he's gonna get exposed, it's gonna happen, he's 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 older, okay? Banucci's been living in Barzali, Buffon, and Kalini's shadow for as long as I can remember. Let me tell you something right now. The people that want to give him credit, okay, go back and actually watch of what his footwork is when he defends, okay? Mm-hmm. What he's doing when a shot is taken. I'm watching all these things, and then go watch what Giorgio does when that happens, okay? It's, so for you. it's night and day. It's night so and day. for you, yeah. dalit is your best center back pairing. It's a good center back pairing, but my point is this, okay? What no, have you done? Chiellini-Dalit right.
1: is your best center back That's pairing. the best
0: center back pairing, but what I'm saying is, what have you done for me lately, okay, with this back line? Dalit is still going to be out with a shoulder injury. We don't. Who are you putting there? Are you going to make, make it up again as Saudi did with Quadrado playing there? So people want to put Sandro. Sandro was horrendous this
1: year. Well, Pellegrini's
0: there, right? Pellegrini's still there. Back? But now, let me tell you something right now. After the performance that he just did, you freaking want Spinazzola back? Yeah, right? This yeah. is the point I'm trying to say. You didn't do anything to really do something hey. about that back line. Because, again, listen, Chiellini is not giving you 40 games this year. No, totally. It's not happening. Totally
1: agree. Okay? Totally agree. And again, watch the games when Banucci is by himself. um, I I told you. It's on Patatici and Edbed for me. They did a
0: terrible job with that. Ortova is going to be fine. Bentacur is going to be fine. And Kulishevsky is going to be fine. Again, we'll see what happens, right? Uh, i got a beautiful... Suarez comes in with Ibal and Ronaldo great. Okay, awesome. Okay? You did nothing about the back line. Nothing. On top Mm -hmm. of that... I'm gonna be honest with you. You still got a goalkeeper that's suspect. Okay? Totally agree. If you want totally to be agree. a Champions League team, then start looking around what you're playing against. Good. Look at Liverpool. Look at Man City. Look at who just won with Byron. You think you're anywhere near, anywhere near where Byron is? No, you're not. Okay, yeah. that's even being said with Alaba and Boateng, who doesn't doesn't have the pace, but do with but who they have on the flanks and
1: with Alaba's the wingback. He's not even a center
0: back. And he's not even center back. Davies. Okay, who's the, who's the kid on uh, Kimmich. Kimmich? Kimmich on the Kimmich other side. Is unbelievable. You're yeah. not close. You're not close. You're light years away with what you have right now at the back line. Yeah. You have a historic. You're not, a re, you're not even with Real Madrid's back line. You have now. a historic. You have a freaking guy that should be on a mantle in terms of Kalini, but that means that you still have to play. He doesn't have it. Okay? Right. And Delit is someone that's still learning. Okay? But that's my thing with Juve. And people want to know, well, why are you always getting on Juve? And I can't stand these freaking people that are on Instagram right now. You don't know shit. You know nothing. Okay? If you're putting in there, Sandro needs to be there. Are you kidding? What what, have you been watching? This is not a back line that Juve usually has. It's not. Even a Goalkeeper. It's not close. Totally agree. Okay? So it needs to get better. I need to go on one rant about you, that Tommy. You know, it's a good good one every episode. But listen, everybody everybody out there, be good. Be safe. Uh, Hopefully, schools are not canceled within the next couple days.
1: Non football. Non footballing thing. Um, And it's a little bit sad, but we have to do it. Go. Tomorrow is 19 years um, since 9 11. And. uh, I know it's a non-footballing thing, but it's something that I think you, you and I think is very important to the history of this country. And I mean, I'll never forget where I was when I found out. And I just think it's something that we needed to acknowledge. Without um, question, everybody
0: that uh, you know lost their life. All the, uh, you know, Tommy. One thing I am going to say this is, and I'll never forget the day. I totally agree with you. It was uh, two thousand one, correct? When that? Yeah, nineteen uh, years tomorrow. Right. So again, just a horrendous, horrendous day, and just terrible. But I'm going to say this, okay? obviously living here for, you know, I'm going to be 40 Mm. in, 40 in October, whatever, you know, it was tough to kind of look around and see, does everybody have the same pride as being an American? Right. Did everybody Mm. have that? That happened when that happened. Everybody Mm. was like, we're American. We're in this together. So from that absolute tragedy, you saw this transition to where we're together in this, like we can do Mm. that. You know what I mean? We're American, whatever, but I'll never forget. I'm listening Mm. to Howard Stern. um, And, I, I'm listening to Howard and all of a sudden Robin is like swearing on the, you know, she's swearing on the, on the radio mm-hmm. and she, they're talking about, you know, we just got attacked and I swear to God, Tommy, I, I, I kid you not. I'm driving. I mean, I'm going at work at Hamden where my father's shop is and I'm, I'm looking up at the sky and I'm like, mm-hmm. are we like, are we under attack right now? Like, is this like a legit, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I will never ever forget that day. I immediately turned back around and went right back home um, and just stay with my family. And then you just, hear the aftermath of everything that happened. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it, um, thank you for bringing that up too Here
1: with, with everything. Oh, it's it's, it's just kind of, it's, it's something that I think, you know, that, needs to be talked about, it needs to be let go. And yeah. and I'll never forget the day because, and you're going to, you're going to appreciate this really quickly. And, and we'll end on this is that <clears throat> I was walking out of biology class and I was at greens farms Academy. My freshman year, I was on a soccer scholarship in, um, uh, in, fear, in, uh, Trump in Westport. Yeah. Oh, Westport. Oh, Trump Westport. Westport. Yeah. yeah. Um, most of the team was from Norwalk. Um, and that was the one time, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way. So please where, where we knew where our parents were. Yeah. And most of the kids in that school were very, and it was a crazy thing to see, man, because they canceled classes. They had people, I mean, and, and, I, and guys that don't know this, in swarms Academy, there's a one big common room in the upper school, which is what they call the high school. And that's where people go during free periods to relax. And it pretty much became a chapel for the rest of the day. Wow. Like people praying, listening to the radio, sitting in little cohorts and groups and going off into the cafeteria and this and that. And, and I'll never forget, like, you know, guys like Marco Antunes and Carlos Guzman, who are still friends to me to day, guys from Norwalk like me. We were able to pick up the phone and call our parents yeah. and talk to them and know that they were at work. Yeah, a lot of the kids in that school couldn't get a hold of their parents, couldn't figure out where they were, and and it's something even at 14 years old, you realize how powerful that is. Because if I couldn't pick up the phone and call my mother at that time, I don't know what the hell I would have done. Yes, uh, <clears throat> Dude, don't don't forget, people were walking home from yeah. Manhattan. I mean, you were. Mm-hmm. Remember,
0: we saw the footage of people walking yeah. on the Brook, you know, on the GW, yeah. like literally yeah. walking home from there and i remember just always thinking i'm like yo this dude's working you know let's contact him and you hey did you call yeah. your mom did you call your dad yeah yeah we got in touch with you. everything good oh no yeah. i didn't get in touch
1: with him so you're worried about him like i know. So you I, I just remember reaching out to all friends it was like it, it was one of the, the crazy it, the craziest day that i've ever been a part of in my in my you know right. my life so but i yeah, just yeah. I, I just felt we needed to bring that no up without and no I,
0: and I appreciate you doing that tommy and obviously <coughs> we'll post a lot tomorrow and and again, you know, thoughts and prayers for everybody out there. We're obviously thinking about you in, in a time yeah. that obviously has been, it's been been tough for everybody, you know, yeah. in, in general.
1: So, but. And, and if you've not been to the museum and the memorial, get yourself yeah, you got, down you got to get people. down there. Absolutely. Because it's, it's, it's one of the most powerful things you've ever been a part of where you're leaving the museum and they have a room playing all the recordings of people calling their family and telling them goodbye because they know it's the end. I mean, yeah. you walk out in tears. Yeah. It's. Anybody that was a part of it or, or was alive, and even if you've not been alive, go. Because you know what? I wasn't around for, and you weren't around for all the wars and everything right. else, but we go to those monuments and you understand the history. Please, this is an important day in our country's history. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's a good shout, Tommy. Well done with that, man. So, hey, <laughs> listen, everybody
0: be safe out there. Everybody be good. And we'll uh, see you guys next week. And City uh, Sadia's coming back, guys. We'll be back yeah, uh, soon. Man. All right. See you later, ciao, Tommy. Ciao. All right, ciao.